Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to do a little NFL draft first round recap. Actually, the drafts, where are we at right now? Pick 24 right now, I think. So we were hoping to have a little bit of fantasy football implications to talk about, but hasn't really happened yet, Jeff, has it? There's been, it's just weird how like we're talking running backs and wide receivers matter completely to us in fantasy football, but I guess they don't matter at all in the real NFL anymore. There's no one, no one been picked yet. Not one running back, not one receiver, a couple quarterbacks, and then just the one tight end, which are the two tight ends now, both Iowa tight ends. Oh, so as a Lions fan, how do you feel about – I'll start there. I'm not worry about the quarterbacks yet. I know you're not a big fan of this Hawkinson pick. New coach, same bad decision. Is it though or is it, are we just jaded? <laughs> Everyone seems to love this guy, but I am jaded. We, we picked Ebron in the top ten, and the thing I don't like about drafting tight ends, yeah, they can work, but they usually take years to come around and, you know, do well. And especially for someone that they keep hyping up his ability to block – you know, the I feel like the position has come a long way. And, uh, you know, I think it's supposed to be more of an offensive-minded position now. And last year, you saw a lot of really good guys, um, you know, come out of the block slowly. I mean, they were talking about uh, Jacecki that went to Miami. He was an uber-athletic tight end that could really catch the ball and do really exciting things coming out of Penn State. And he didn't do a whole lot of anything last round. And he was in Miami, but still, Goddard. Uh, he looked good in flashes, but obviously he was behind Earth, so we're not sure. Um, you know, and we're talking about before we you kind of look way back and you think Vernon Davis and and other players that have been drafted in the first round and how it you know it's just a tough position to be drafted there. So yeah, mm-hmm. would I rather have a defensive player and then try to get a tight end later? Absolutely, but that's just me. I'm gonna. I think he'll be okay. I don't know. I, I feel but like he can't pick, just be okay in the top ten. I know. He has to be Gronk. You have to be – yeah. This is what they're trying to do. They're trying good. to get Gronk. Oh, here we go. Actually, a little break in the action. Raiders are picking, and they're going to pick someone fantasy relevant, actually. They're going to pick Josh Jacobs right here. Oh, there we go. Oh, wow. Well, so a lot of our sleeper picks are going to get – Yeah, so there goes Chris Warren. <laughs> we talked about last week. Just forget about him. Um so let's say, okay, this is the biggest news right now. I say fantasy-wise, this is the biggest one. So Josh Jacobs is going to be the first running back off the board, it looks like. And they don't have Marshawn anymore. They signed Crowell, which I'm not – whatever. Crowell's nothing to me. <laughs> I'm not worried about him. So it's going to be – Jacobs could probably start here, but I don't know if that's even – how good is that, though, with this team? I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, I like Josh Jacobs. The, the question is – is this even if you think that the offensive line is going to be average, right? So, average as far as the NFL goes, a starting running back would still be able to get you a good amount of points. He'd be worth having on your team without a doubt. Do you believe or do you not believe in Crowell so much that you would throw all your weight behind Josh Jacobs, or do you think that because he's a rookie, you're still feeling it out even though you don't believe in Crowell? I have no idea what Josh or Josh. John Gruden's going to do. I mean, that's also very true. I think that I, it, yeah, it's probably not going to be a full workload type thing, but if he's, I mean, he's better than Crowell. I think it's just, if he's going to show it, 
he's going to get all the work. And I think this could – I don't – I'm not comfortable with this, though, fantasy-wise even. I'm not thinking this is – the last couple of years we've had, a, we've had a rookie running back who we're all just huge on and, you know, it's good, we think he's going to be great. I, I don't know because I don't like the situation. I don't like the offense. They haven't done anything. I mean, what do they even have on offense right now? I mean, other than I – mean, I don't like it. I mean, I guess they have Antonio Brown, but he's kind of like – sometimes I think Antonio Brown's just going to be a headache. I don't I like I don't think he I don't know if it's actually gonna work. Yeah. Well I mean, um, that's why I'm just not buying it. Who is gonna blame you to have second or have doubts I, about this team after they were so bad last year? Just, Gruden was on man. there. They had they did have talent. They had a trade away Amari Cooper. I mean, it was kind of a fire cell. All right. But okay, now I'm gonna think about it. Try to get all the, the extra stuff out of the way. And then it's Derek Carr who had a lot of promise. It is Antonio Brown who's been the best receiver in the league, even though he's mm-hmm. been just mm-hmm. he's been kind of a moron this offseason. I'll say that. He's, I don't know. He's calling out Juju now too. It's just like what the heck is that guy doing? Tyrell Williams is the second receiver. This offense could be better. You know, maybe maybe Josh Jacobs does have a chance here. So no, that's it's interesting though. It's just a the one team that's such a just wild card. You just don't know what to think with them. You really don't. But it's it's they needed a running back though. I like the move. I like the pick. Yeah, I think he's he's a solid running back. And you you didn't have to pick. I mean, you picked him really late in the first round. That's a fine place to take a running back. So I have no issue with it. But I, you know, he's probably the Raiders gonna, are, are tough. He'll probably be the only one going in the first round here at running back. I bet. I don't think there's going to be any more. Surprised though. Um, well, yeah, they also reach for their first pick, but we don't have to talk oh, about that. Yeah, that's <laughs> maybe he'll be fine. But it was they didn't really they didn't have to pick him there. Right. Probably could have picked him here. So I have to ask you. So three quarterbacks did go. Do any of them have any sort of relevance whatsoever? I think Kyler Murray might. I really do. I think he can can run around. He's just dynamic, I think. He's interesting. He's really interesting to me. He's going to start right away, obviously. I think he's for sure going to start right away. I mean, now their backup's like Brent Hundley or something. Obviously, Murray's starting right away. And then I think this helps David Johnson. I've always thought... A mobile quarterback has helped the running back out, and David Johnson could be in for a big year. I think Murray is really going to be fantasy relevant right away. I mean, he's – I think he's – maybe I should – this is kind of – maybe he's not better than Lamar Jackson, but I feel like he's better than Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson, fantasy-wise, was actually pretty decent just because of his running ability. With Passing really wasn't there yet. I think Murray's going to be better than that even. I kind of – I like him. I'm a big Kyler Murray fan. I just think he's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm pulling for him. I hope he is, but um, I, I do have reservations about saying fantasy relevant I, I right off the bat because I don't think he's going to run like Lamar Jackson did, and you still true. have to kind of get your you know legs under you as far as throwing the ball in the NFL. And he does have a few weapons. <laughs> you know, uh, David Johnson is definitely going to help, but at the same time, you have an aging Fitzgerald. Yeah, you know, it, you got some prospects. Uh, I I like it a little bit, but um. I just think quarterback is really deep right now, and that name is going to evoke a lot of excitement. But, I, you know, I, I think that might be just one of the guys that gets drafted before I'm willing to take one, and I'm totally Oh, that's that. probably the truth. Like, he probably – people will get too excited about it and, like, like pick him way before they should. I don't think he should be picked, honestly, in any kind of draft. I, there's just no way. He, he shouldn't be. But, I mean, I'm excited about it. I think I – do, I do think it helps David Johnson, though. He'll be in a better situation than he was. But I guess there's really not much else. 
Is Fitzgerald still there? But I mean, what is Fitzgerald now? I mean, hopefully Christian Kirk steps up, but yeah, I mean, he has to. That's what it comes down to, really. So yeah, that's interesting. And then uh, what about New York? Oh God! First of all, if you don't want Haskins, I'm okay with that. But I mean, maybe they couldn't trade down. But I'm I was very confused by this pick, and I know that you had heard rumblings because you had mentioned it right before the pick happened. But I mean, really? I mean, I knew I heard they liked Daniel Jones, but I thought that was meaning maybe they'll get somebody else at at six and try to get Jones at seventeen, or maybe they would even trade back out of six a little bit further and get Jones. Man, they really must like him. They really like that whole Manning, that connection with the Cutliffe as this coach, and was Manning was Eli, was that Eli's coach, and the whole connection they must like. But I don't know. I didn't Daniel Jones. He's probably he might be okay, but there's nothing like special. I thought no. not for the six. I mean, just as a they should have traded back. Yeah, it actually bums me out a little bit because I think. If Haskins went there, and I'm not saying that he's going to be the greatest rookie of all time by any means, but if he went there with the weapons that they still have, even though Odell left, but you still have Ingram, you still have Shepard, you have obviously Barkley in the backfield, with which can help a young quarterback out a lot, I thought he could have really uh, done well. And I think the second half of the year, there was a good possibility he could have taken over for Eli. So I thought he might have been somewhat relevant, uh, but didn't. They took the, the guy from Duke and – who knows? Maybe he is a really good talent. And then Haskins falls to Washington, which you're just like, uh, I mean, they do have a good offensive line, but at the same time, you don't have a whole lot of weapons to throw it to quite yet. We don't know what Geis is really going to be. Peterson's pretty old in the backfield. Um, I mean, who do you really have to throw to on that one? Daxon really hasn't shown too much. Crowder's there, which is okay. There isn't a lot. No. I mean, the thing, well, I guess in the direct, a lot of these wide receivers are falling now, so maybe they can get one in the second round. It's very true. There's no, I mean, no wide receivers yet, unless the Ravens pick one right here. I was just saying, the Ravens, they really could use a wide receiver. Is that who you think they're going to take? Maybe. We'll find <laughs> out. I mean, which one, though, if they do go one? Is it going to be Brown? Is it going to be um, people at Metcalf? Is it going to be, who's it going to be? I don't know. I don't, I feel like they could draft one here, but maybe not. They'll probably get Montez Sweat. He's still out there too. Maybe it'll be him. But okay, yeah, they're they're showing the top wide receivers on the board right now. They must be thinking they're going wide receiver as well here. That'd be maybe a good pick, but we'll see. But yeah, I don't. You know what the Haskins thing? I'm not a big Haskins fan. I'm not. No, just not. What is it about him? Was it the five touchdowns he threw against hey, the team? Let's just, I mean, we're not talking about. I'm not talking about any kind of. I don't even. I don't care who he played for. I mean, okay. I guess there is one thing, like we we're <laughs> talking about earlier. So, two Michigan defensive players were picked early, and yet Haskins put up sixty on that defense. <laughs> but he drops. Yeah. It's, oh, and the first wide receiver finally came off the did, board. Did they pick one? Yep, and it's Marquise Brown. Okay, from it's Brown. Oklahoma. All right, so, so that guy is incredibly fast, and if he stays healthy, he is going to be a very fun player to have. Can you imagine? I like that this? pick. That's Lam- a good one. You have, now you have Lamar. Yeah. Jackson, and you'll have Marquise Brown, who is an absolute burner, and then you have Ingram in the backfield now with him, and they have the tight ends. And they, they got the, two, the, two, the two second-year tight ends. I mean, they they could have turned this offense around very quickly. Yeah, I kind of like that. I really do. That's uh, 
I mean, so, but okay, who else is there at wide receiver? He's like clearly the number one, isn't he? I mean, yeah, depending on what you want. The injury uh, concerns are real because he is a smaller wide receiver, but I, I mean, you're not going to find anyone faster, I don't think. So that's good. But yeah, I think for Baltimore, unless you're going to take a project player with DK uh, Metcalf, he would be the only other person that would rival it just because of his pure, you know, physical talent. I mean, he's probably, he's their number one receiver right away. Is well, they all they have Willie Sneed, is and they have uh, Chris Moore. Those are their other two. Yeah, that's it. So it's uh, it's really it's it's Brown. It's then really Mark Andrews and Hayden Hurst are the targets at wide receiver. But I still like I like this I like this pick. They needed it. They definitely need to this. Lamar Jackson needs somebody to throw the ball to. Maybe he can actually do something if he has a chance. But I like this pick a especially, lot. Especially especially someone who can take the top off the defense. Can you imagine being able to back off the safeties, especially with how crazy Jackson can run the ball? I mean, it, it would be crazy. If they, if they can't just stack the box, uh, they could really do something here. So I, I really do. I think this was probably the – this is a great landing spot for Marquise Brown, even though he's going to be going with a, a running quarterback, someone that's kind of unproven. So I think he is going to be fantasy relevant immediately. Um, but to what extent will be the question? I, you know, I'm not going to jump him way up there, but he is going to be a late round fantasy type player that you grab and you you put him on your bench and you're like, he, he could be something special, uh, especially after a few, the first few games of the season. All right, so let's see. Are the Redskins up next? It should be Colts. I know, but I think I'm showing Redskins now. Why am I showing Redskins? Maybe That's they weird. It up. Well, it's weird because it's still saying Colts on the board, but then the little ticker showed Redskins. So I think the if the Redskins are trading here. Are they going to get that wide receiver? They might. This is we're just okay. Here's Haskins' weapon, maybe. That would be, maybe not though. That would maybe. be huge though. Maybe 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 the Brown went off the board. They yeah. said, "Okay, now I got to get a." I do have the the DK Madcap just screams Washington, where they always love <laughs> to just make a splash, get these guys, but they never know how to develop them. Yeah. Uh, it just seems like that would be the perfect pick for. Them. I'm feeling it. Maybe this maybe this is wide receiver. I mean, what is their what is their depth chart looking right now? So I got to pull this up here. You know what I, I love too, as you look that up. Uh, Seattle actually moved back. They traded to Green Bay, um, and they grabbed a few more picks. So they will have the 29th and 30th pick. We're on the 26th. With one of those picks, they can absolutely grab a top five uh, wide receiver. Where there is some talent up there, um, that would be a great landing spot for someone in a you know someone that they do need. So I'm really looking forward to see how that plays out because. If they get the right guy, that he could be uh, an immediate fantasy value too. Ooh, the Redskins, they have to draft wide receiver here, don't they? Right now they have – it's Paul Richardson. It's Josh Doxson. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Josh Doxson's a bust, 100%. I'm, gave, we gave him a shot a couple <laughs> years in a row. So it's, he's done. Paul Richardson's just – he's okay. Yeah, he's a solid wide receiver. He's fine. He's but not a number one. I don't even know if he's number two in my mind. He's maybe a number two at the, at the moment. Maybe. Yeah. And then they have Jordan Reed. Can you count on Jordan Reed? Yeah, he's an injury pro. <laughs> at all. I mean, he's a talented dude. So, yeah, it, they have to draft a wide receiver here. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like they have to. They have to get that wide receiver for Haskins. Because that's it. They have to do it. Unless he's not going to play right away and they're going to have Keenum play. 
which they very well might. They might. Haskins might sit. They do still need someone for whoever is quarterback to throw to. And there's a. And they, and they already picked up. Or they already did quite a bit for the the defense as well, right? So they got Collins at safety in the off season. I'm trying to see what they're gonna and do. And their here. first pick was obviously Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, they I, they have to go wide receiver. It'd be the smartest move. And then the shoot. Then the Raiders are up next again. Maybe the Raiders. <laughs> Fi- I mean, finally, we're finally getting to a, a few people we can talk about. We yeah, because before but. that, I mean, okay, the only other player that could be fantasy a player is Noah Fant from, you know, the other tight end from Iowa. He went to Denver. I don't honestly see – I don't see that being much of a player to even consider in fantasy right away. Tight ends don't usually – they really aren't. I don't think Hawkinson will quite be that either. So I don't think either of them is great, but that kind of ruins my – Sleeper pick of Jake Butt at tight end, or one of, I was thinking, you know, kind of, I think, ruins that. I think that means they don't think, I mean, the guy has had like three ACL surgeries, three right. ACL injuries, so it's kind of done there, but I'm not terribly excited about that one. But may, I don't know. Flacco throwing the ball to Noah Fant. Yeah, and we, we kind of knew this, right? We knew that this was going to be a defensive heavy draft. But for some reason, I still thought that it would be a little more of a mixture than this would be. And I'm starting to think that this might be the first draft in a long time where where rookies really don't play a huge part. It, I don't think they're they, – like the rookie running back thing has been so crazy the last couple of years in drafts. I don't think it's going to be this year. There's, well, there's not a, a standout. No. Every year there's been an absolute guaranteed number one guy. And I know a lot of people will say Josh Jacobs is that, but I, I don't think so. I think he's a good player. Don't but, get me wrong. I mean, people have been going nuts over the – we tried to caution people a little bit last year when everyone's going nuts over Ronald Jones and, you know, all those oh, guys. yeah. And Rashad Penny. And actually, I can remember everybody now because there were so many of them. And everyone was – guys. Yeah, it's like – who knows? Maybe guys would have done something. But trying to caution people against that and they just uh, – yeah, Unless you're – one of these unbelievable talents, and there's usually one per draft in the past five years, right? And we're, I mean, Gurley was one, Saquon Barkley was one, Gordon was one, even though Fournette was, was Fournette was there's, one. There's been one for a while. This is the first time, like, shooting dynasty drafts. Who's the number one? Like, what are you doing at in, in dynasty draft this year? Think about this. This is in dynasty rookie drafts. There's been a clear cut guy every year. There was there's really no debate. Wow, I. I haven't given it a whole lot of thought. That's not obviously you want to see where they go, but Josh Jacobs is not going to be the number one overall pick. Or is he? Like I don't. I mean, really, is he? Is it going to be one of the wide receivers? I mean, it could be a guy that gets taken in the third round. For all I know, at this point, because I mean, it's more about where they go than the talent. At or the is this year, somebody wants to go get Kyler Murray. That's <laughs> uh, the worst idea, really. Got music playing, Jeff. <laughs> it's draft time, man. But no, I don't. I don't know. Like, that's that's a that's really interesting. This is the first year where I just I have no clue where that's going to go. And I don't have the number one pick or any draft, so I'm I feel okay. I don't have to worry about that, I guess. But that's uh, it's interesting. I mean, well, who else is there? There's well, this uh, is the wonderful thing. Then, if you do have that pick and you're able to trade it, I mean, that's that's the move, right? I think so. This is the, remember remember at one point it was uh. A year ago, like Bryce Love was supposed to be 
dominant. He was supposed to be way up right. there, but he just is nowhere around there yeah. anymore. And uh, for the 26th pick to Washington, Montez Sweat. Okay. So he just yeah, they, dropped They didn't go to the wide receiver, the wide receiver. So they So Haskins still has nobody to throw the ball to. It really doesn't. Maybe they're not planning on having him start this year. <laughs> I'm just getting excited for Seattle that is about to come up. And then I love it, too, because the Patriots are just sitting down there at number 32. Where they always are. <laughs> yeah, and they're going to get a very good player. Shoot, maybe they get, like, DK Metcalf. They could. Can you imagine that? And then develop him. That, that would be the best landing spot for the guy. After they trade for Josh Rosen? That would also be uh, that would be hilariously amazing. Also, this is my thing, too. If you know you're getting Kyler Murray, why? I mean, and maybe this is just me being completely naive, but why wouldn't you get a trade in place for Rosen ahead of time? I mean, unless there's just absolutely no market for him. It's it's odd because like, you do feel like by making the after you make the pick, his value drops. Rosen's yeah. value drops because they know you have to get rid of him. Exactly. It's it is kind of you don't have as much leverage anymore. Yeah, it is. Um, oh, twenty seconds ago on Twitter, there's a article that says Patriots aren't interested in trading for Josh Rosen. <laughs> Literally twenty seconds ago, so <laughs> that's goes and ruins that idea. I don't know why they wouldn't be um, interested, but. Yeah, I feel like um, that really did kill his value. But, hey, I'm thinking maybe there just wasn't any deals out there. Well, there obviously not, not a good one. Not, not one they liked. It's going to probably be a second-round pick. I bet you tomorrow he'll be drafted. Or, yeah, tomorrow night I bet you he'll be traded. Somebody in the second round will go for him. I don't know who that is now because the Giants got their quarterback. Redskins got their quarterback. Miami. Miami needs a quarterback. Right. And also another reason to trade him early because you can go – I mean, and maybe all they did approach all those teams and I'm not giving them enough credit. But uh, I don't, that is very worrisome that you burnt a top 10 pick the year before. Yeah, I think, I think it's uh, I think it's going to be Miami. I'm trying to think of another option right now. Patriots yeah. could be, but I really don't think that will actually happen. Unless Miami – I mean, there's still time left. I mean, Locke is still out there for this draft. Miami could go out and get him for the future. But if yeah, if you can go, if you can get Rosen on a second round, third round pick, I think you'd do it. A third round pick would, I think that would be wonderful. I absolutely would do that. Um, even if he just turns out to be a glorified backup, you're not giving up too too much. And it's not like the old days here where the, the first round picks of quarterbacks, their contracts were just out of whack. He used to be on the Lions got Stafford. They were he was like one of the highest paid players already. Yeah, and I'll be honest, like I didn't obviously want to use him for fantasy, but there were moments where he looked all right. Um, I think he's he does have the NFL talent, so I, you know, I don't know if he's just, you know, a very unlikable guy. <laughs> I don't I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think it's honestly <laughs> some of it. Either that or Kyler Murray is the most likable guy of all time. And Kyler Murray's just interesting. Like we just don't. He he's just he could be really special. People think. But that's that's think. why the draft is so dangerous, and why teams like the Patriots always trade back and always get just a bunch of talent even though they don't get the top, top guys. And this is, you know, I, I feel like Arizona, if they have their guy, if they have their franchise quarterback, good for you. Great pick, right? But if you didn't, I mean, you, you could have turned those two top ten picks two years in a row into, you know, absolute gold, and you didn't. Yeah, the I – mean, did, did Rosen even have a shot? 
That's the question. I mean, how much did you actually obviously, believe in the guy? Well, obviously they think the coach was an issue if they got rid of the coach after one year. So who was the problem? Is the coach the problem? Is the quarterback the problem? Like, what's the – I mean, yeah. just everyone but the GM, he gets to stay. He's fine, right? And <laughs> Yeah, and I wish I remembered the name, but uh, there was a, a person on YouTube who actually created a video – and he went uh, very in depth about the system and the quarterback, or I'm sorry, the coach that is taking over for the Cardinals, and obviously the system and the offense that has been kind of taking college football over by storm, and how Kyler Murray fits that offense very well because obviously in Oklahoma they run that, they ran it with you know Baker Mayfield, <laughs> so um, they've been turning our quarterback. So I think he fits the scheme really, really well. But to his point as well in this video, he talked about how Rosen had a lot of those qualities too, about being able to fit the ball into a tight window at times. And um, oh man, I, I get it. I get about going after and getting your guy to make sure that your offense, your style of play, um, is going to work. But man, it, you got it. I feel like you have to get rid of Rosen. You have to get something for him. Yeah. And the Raiders did not take an offensive player. So <laughs> we got a safety. This first round is not going our way. I mean, who the heck is this guy? They just picked. See, uh, Jonathan Abram. And most likely a second round talent, I'm guessing, just because it's the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Is I mean, that's what they seem to do. Maybe he's fine. He's probably decent to just get bored when it's a safety. I know. So now the Chargers are on the clock. And then Seattle has two picks in a row, which I'm very excited for. But uh, since we do have a moment here, why don't we catch up on a little NFL news? Oh, geez. And it's I not believe, much, but. I believe you have a very disturbing. Oh, yet. man. Un- unfortunately, it could be very important to fantasy, but. Tyreek Hill's a, a, a terrible person. That's about it. Apparently. I don't know what else is. I mean, right? So this audio emerged. Everyone knows the situation going on. There's some investigation. Did he uh, break his son at a broken arm? And what? how did this happen? And. Um, oh God. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, uh, the, in the 11 minute audio clip, one of the things it says, uh, it's him and his fiance are discussing the beatings he gave his three-year-old son who is now terrified of him. And so what he said to her is you need to be terrified of me too, bitch. <laughs> I said to add that. This is messed up, man. It's this is messed, messed up. up. The dude is beating his kid. And like, and he needs to go. He needs to. Needs to I, am, I, am I incorrect? Man, when, release when this guy. Before the audio came out, was it the NFL or was it the team that said that nothing was going to happen to him? Because yeah, the well, no, they said um, there was going to be no charges. There okay. was going to be no charges. Um, they didn't have enough evidence for that. But man, this is. And fans, ah, this guy remember, just needs to go. This is also the team that cut Cream Hunt, and yes, he did get an altercation with a woman. But uh, if this is true about Tyreek Hill, Hunt looks like a Boy Scout compared to what's going on here. So if that holds true, you know, you more than likely he is going to face uh, severe consequences from Kansas City. Which, if that does say say they do kick him off the team, what does that do for the look of KC? I'm just reading more stuff. I'm sorry. This dude's yeah, messed it's up. too depressing. Though. Oh, man. I don't get this guy. I, they just need to get rid of him. But, yeah, this is um, – they they don't have him. They don't have Kareem Hunt. Is Patrick Mahomes just that good where it's not going to matter? Sammy Watkins is good. Well, I don't think Hunt 
I think Hunter's a good player, but I don't think that didn't matter. As that much. doesn't matter. Williams and Hyde are going to be fine. Ta- Tyreek Hill yeah, he is really a is. different type of player, and and you force the defense to guard him, and you can once again you can stretch the defense. You can take the top off. He's just that fast. He's that athletic. If you don't have him, I mean, you do have Sammy Watkins if he can stay healthy, which he has yet to be able to, unbelievably. <laughs> but oh man, this it guy. does it. It becomes a it becomes an issue all of a sudden. I think they'll be fine, but they definitely won't be as dynamic as they were last year. They still have Kelsey, so that's great. Oh yeah, Kelsey's good. But it, I mean, this guy no, it, it, it definitely does take. I think they just need a, they need to release him. I'm, I think no one should sign him. This is messed up, man. The DA does say that he believes a crime occurred, but the evidence in the case does not establish who committed the crime. So that's why Tyreek Hill is not being charged. Basically, this is man. This dude's messed up. But this um, the fiance is saying he is in the in the in the audio about the boy. He's like he's terrified of you, and then he goes on to oh my god. She goes on to say that um, tell him the boy has been repeatedly saying that. Um, Telling her that daddy punches me. Oh my god! This is messed up, man. He says. Then he said, "This is." She says, "Which you do when he starts crying? You make him open up his arms and you punch him in the chest. And then if he gets in trouble, you get the belt out." It's a three-year-old boy. This dude needs to be released, man. Like hundred percent. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm about to release him from my dynasty team. I can't because I'm selfish. (laughs) But um, it's messed up. I know it's messed up. It's messed up, man. But no, this is man, that's messed yeah. up. I don't get that, man. I have a three-year-old. I know like, man, that's so like this is like Oh my god, man. I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> Except I, I know I wouldn't last. He'd he's, he'd, he'd punch you back. <laughs> he, I'd I'd be hurting, but this yeah. dude is messed up. It's very dark. I mean, he was beat he, he's the one this is the one who beat up the same girl, the same fiance. I think it's the same the same one back when he was in college. Man. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, he's a bad. He's a bad guy. I don't yeah. care. I, it's just very, I, very sad. Man. He's a he's a bad man. This is he needs to just go. He's he's not playing next year. He's done. Like, this is the NFL can't let this guy play after that. They, they've they've oh I mean, they've, they've cracked down and it, they you can't let if, him play. Yeah, if any of this checks out, which I think it will. It's, I think I mean that's him on the tape, man. He's yeah. he's done. Uh, yeah, I mean it's sad. Oh, so, man, this is messed up. What's the dude? Yeah, the Chiefs, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sammy Watkins. That's uh, actually Sammy Watkins could be a benefit, could benefit in fantasy purposes for this. Except you can't trust Sammy Watkins. No, like even slightly. When when is Casey's first pick in the draft? Um, at the end of the second, I believe. End of the second. Right. So like sixty one or something like that. They pick. It would be really funny Thank to you. to see them trade up, and you're like, yep. <laughs> well, I mean, right now, so. Don't expect them to have Tyreek Hill. So it's Sammy Watkins, Demarcus Robinson, Sammy Coates. That's their wide receivers right now. I guess they have Travis Kelsey, so it doesn't. Right. That is their other guy. And Damian Williams can catch the ball. So I mean, they'll be able to run the ball and, and do a lot of the same things. But, yeah, I mean, it definitely hurts them. I mean, Tyreek Hill needs to go. Like, I can't – okay. They released Kareem Hunt basically because <clears throat> he lied to him. That's what it seems like, right? Because mm-hmm. he, he lied about him. I'm losing my voice. Because he lied about what he actually did. He, you know, I don't even. I mean, Tyree Kills probably obviously lied to them. He hasn't told them what he actually did. And so if they're finding this out, which to me, okay, cream hunt thing. I saw the video. Yes, it wasn't great for him, obviously. But 
But it's not this. No. And I'll be honest, when I when I saw it, I was expecting Man. and maybe because there's been such terrible things that have happened and you know, you start thinking Ray Rice and stuff, which was just the sickening. I watched the hunt thing and I'm like, uh, that it's not good. But also This is still worse this is worse. Comparatively, I was kinda like I was surprised they released him. You know, I thought that that actually was kind of like a you know, you suspend him for a few games and make sure that he stays on the straight and narrow. But this, yeah, this is a different this one. Is this man, is, yeah. if, if Kareem Hunt got kicked off, I can't imagine a world where he stays on the team. No, there's, he can't. They've already set the example by getting rid of Kareem Hunt. They mm-hmm. set the example. They, Tyreek Hill has to go. They are, I mean, he has to, and I don't see a team picking the guy up. This isn't, if he gets released for this, like, I, you can't pick that guy up. No, I, no, I, I, don't, he can't. I don't see how you could. I get why Kareem Hunt got picked back up. I do understand the Kareem Hunt thing. Yeah, and I've, he still had in what eight games? Eight game suspension. Man, Tyree Kill. Yeah. There's no way he can't come back from that. And the Chargers pick is in, and they went with Jerry Tillery, the defensive tackle from Notre Dame. So sorry, sorry once that just again, that just sounds boring. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? But finally, finally, we're getting to. Four teams that I'm actually interested in, just to see what they do. Well, what Seattle, if the, Seattle, what if the, what Rams, if the Rams were the running back here? <laughs> that would blow my mind. They won't. They won't. They won't. Sorry, sorry, all you Todd Gurley haters, which is a random thing that's occurred. There's a lot of them. Like fantasy analysts, so-called fantasy analysts, I see that I won't even touch. Uh, I won't even pick Gurley in the first, first, first round. This is not. A, this is a thing. This is a real thing. That's we don't have enough information for that. That's crazy talk. There's one of them that apparently I'm going to be in, in a league with this guy. I'm sorry. It's um, in one of the Instagram leagues, and he was saying, I won't touch him in the first two rounds. <laughs> I mean, come on, people. Come on. Like, in the, I've went over this before, but after he came back in his first playoff game, he was great. And then, obviously, there were some issues. The knee wasn't right. Yes, he was hurt. Obviously, he was hurt. This isn't if he, before they were all worried because he all of a sudden it was like C.J. Anderson was going to take away work from him, oh my, which is the was, stupidest thing in the world. I'm so glad that that got put to bed immediately. Yeah, but he was hurt. You know what? There's some. There may be some lingering knee issues there. Maybe there probably is. There's probably something. But you know what? I don't think it's going to make a difference. I think he's going to be perfectly fine. You know, there might be. Maybe he doesn't get quite the workload he did. Maybe. I could see that. But he's going to be fine. Seeing you're not going to draft him in the first two rounds, in the first round. What? Like, what are you What are you, What are are you? you talking about? Like, what are you going to – you're going to pick Joe Mixon over Todd Gurley? I like Joe Mixon. I like him more than most people. No way. I would never even – you couldn't even consider that. Like, what are you – what are you people doing? I mean, it's just – it's kind of ridiculous. It's this reactionary stuff, man. It just, just like last year. Remember, you couldn't, you couldn't uh, rank Todd Gurley number one again. You couldn't pick him number one because he finished number one the last year. Can't ever happen again. So you can't do that. But we did, and he was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, just come on, people. Like, this is it's ridiculous. I mean, I guess what if you want to pick Saquon Barkley number one? Sure. But I worry about that team. I'm worried about that team a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like Bar- I mean, uh, Barkley's great, but yeah, I think if you're picking Elliott and Barkley, cool. You know what I mean? Uh, but I, I can't imagine. Here we go. Gurley is now sixth 
in running back rankings right now in Fantasy Pros. Who is going above him? So Barkley, Zeke, McCaffrey, Kamara, Gordon. Okay, the first two, I get that. That's fine. They're they're beasts. They, they're going to get a, a giant workload. Uh, they're younger. All that checks out. I'm all good with that. Then you get to Christian McCaffrey, who did break out a little bit. A little bit. He broke out a lot. Um, yeah, and he's a very good player. And if you're in PPR, I understand that as well, maybe. I still wouldn't do it, probably. <laughs> uh, I love Kamara as much as the next guy. But... Gurley's beat him two straight years. I can't imagine, you know, them upping his workload, even though they did get rid of Ingram. But they already gave him a ton of touches, both receiving and rushing. Yep. Um, and Gordon is probably the one I have the most issue with because Gordon also got hurt last year. He is a TD machine, but I think they're the most comparable, and Gurley is just a better back on a team that is absolutely just – streamlining the offense to perfection. So, personally, I, I wouldn't let him drop past number three with the information that we have. But even in that scenario, you know, we maybe, have, maybe fall to number four. I don't know. We have uh, Brad Evans from Yahoo Sports ranks him number 11. In running back? Yeah. What? I, I did beat Brad Evans last year <laughs> in an in a Instagram versus Twitter league with being led by Todd Gurley. He was my number one pick. I did win that league despite his injury because I also drafted Christian McCaffrey in the second. So, yeah, did well. But I beat Brad Evans there. Another guy I'm going to be in a league with this year, Smitty, from the Fantasy Football Show. And he has uh, Gurley ninth. So, you know, Del- Dalton Deldon from Yahoo Sports has Gurley 14th at running back. How, how much do you think that, once again, this will all be proven or, you know, or confirmed? I mean, how quickly is he going to just jump up? I honestly don't think he will. You don't think that he's going to rise back up the boards once they, if his knee checks out? Somewhat. But I think there's still going to be these people that aren't going to believe it for some reason. They're not going to say, they're going to, because Gurley's probably not going to get a lot of work in the preseason. Yeah, We're why, not going to see him. would you, though? He's not, it makes sense why he wouldn't. But the people are going to read into that and say, oh, he's not right. And, you know, I'm okay with this. If I get Gurley later, Great. If I have a pick like six in the draft and I get Todd Gurley, oh, I'm, I love life. I feel good about it. It's just I don't I don't get this. I don't get the whole Gurley thing. I'm going to laugh so hard. It, it's going to be like me talking all this crap and then in the first round they're going to take a running back and I'll be like, uh-oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, all right, there's something wrong. <laughs> that would be the – Panic, panic. I mean, Barkley, though, people are – Barkley is no worse than second right now in the ranks. You're for either, either first or second. Which actually almost surprises me that, I mean, he hasn't dropped a third in any of them. Like, there's not one that has, like, I guess anymore because there would be, like, Gurley and Zeke. But I guess no one's buying the Gurley thing anymore. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It just, not sure. I don't know. But Seattle's about to pick, it looks like, in just a minute here. Man, we've been, I didn't talk about the draft for a while, but there hasn't been a pick. They've slowed down here all of a sudden. I'm trying to look at some ranks here. Devontae Adams is up to the number two wide receiver in the current ranks. How about that? Devontae Adams, number two. Number two wide receiver. I don't have a whole – I don't have an issue with that. I yeah. like Devontae Adams. I liked him last year. It's not, it's, it's, he's moved Aaron on. Rodgers' number one target has always done very, very Juju's well. number six. I love Juju, obviously. Travis Kelsey, number one tight end. Should be. But overall, number 16. 
early second round now. Oh, I gotcha. I mean, I have a hard time taking a tight end that early. So Kelsey's but at the same a, time, he is, you know. He's ahead of Dalvin Cook, Juju Smith-Schuster, Antonio Brown. You're taking a guy that will give you a an advantage and a quite a large advantage on the majority of other teams that you play. I mean, the only there's really only a couple other guys that can really rival him, and they're not even guaranteed things. So I, I understand why he is so high, but you definitely have to plan mm-hmm. – very carefully okay. if you decide to take a tight end in the early well, second round. I know we talked about who knows what Kansas City's going to have there. But would you go with – okay, is are the tight ends that much better than the rest than like a Patrick Mahomes? Who's, Mahomes is ranked below – overall ranks below Kelsey, below Kittle, and below Ertz. You, do you believe – would you go with – Mahomes before you went with one of those tight ends, or do you think the tight ends are more valuable? Well, to me, it's probably, if anything, it's only Kelsey. It would not be Kittle and Ertz. Well, definitely not. Definitely not Ertz. Yeah, yeah, I I would actually agree with you. It definitely is only Kelsey. And I'll be honest, uh, the Tyreek Hill news, it it definitely hurts um, him a bit. And maybe that only, he's probably still going to be the number one quarterback. But it probably delays where he goes a little bit because you're thinking that he won't have quite as big of a gap between him and number two. Which, I mean, there's a lot to love about, uh, you know, a lot of the other quarterbacks coming up, and including and not more so than Luck, which who knows, they could actually add to that offense, which was on fire, you know, last year. So, um, yeah, Mahomes should still be number one. Um it's just very difficult to recreate what he did last year. I mean, I, you know, yeah, it's true. He broke a ton of records and he was just out of this planet. And yeah, if we knew that he was going to repeat that, he should easily be picked in the second round and he should be picked above Kelsey, but we don't know that. And I totally understand where you can wait, get a QB, not lose a ton. If he has a little bit of a regression and then you get Kittle, which more than likely will help you gain points every week. Yeah, Probably. Let's see here. I'm trying to see if Seattle made their pick yet. No pick is in, but they have not announced it yet. So Seattle is also – their pick is in, and they're also on the clock. <laughs> That's always an interesting one. Let's just go on. Just make them both at the same time, right? I mean, they can – the problem is they can they could let the, the clock expire because it doesn't make a difference because they're the next ones up. <laughs> oh, they that's could, hilarious. Yeah, that could, would be funny. They could just do what they wanted, but – Kind of, I want to see their pick here quick and then probably wrap it up. Yeah. That's about all I got. I just want to see Seattle's pick, see if they do something here. They actually... I'm going to laugh. Their second pick will probably be the wide receiver, and their first pick will be a defensive player, and then we won't get there. <laughs> I mean, they can just wait. They can wait till the end of that. Both They can take all 20 minutes if they want before they make a pick, which maybe they'll do that just to anger us all. I mean, is that what they're doing? They're kind of like upsetting me here. It's taking a long time. You forget about this every year. So, as we wait for this final pick before we end this podcast, is there anyone that you're excited to see get drafted uh, tomorrow in the next few rounds? DK Metcalf. Honestly, I'm very interested in him. Like, where is he going to go? Yeah, I'm kind of curious how that's going to work out with him. Where would be a good landing spot for him? Because he does need to be polished, obviously. He's just a physical freak at the moment. Where do you think would be a good landing spot, and where do you think uh, a landing spot where he could actually be fantasy viable 
Patriots at number 32. That would be pretty amazing. It's not going to happen. No, I don't think it will. But there's, I mean, there's teams that need him in the second. I mean, honestly, I don't know how great it would be for him if I even like it, but the Redskins need that wide receiver. I mean, the Packers could draft a wide receiver in the second. I mean, honestly, maybe the Patriots really could use him. I know they don't usually use a top pick on him, but you're number 32. And let's be honest, uh, who do they have at wide receiver? I mean, they obviously they did take did, did get Demarius Thomas. You still have Edelman, but you lost Gronk. So you could use another big wide receiver and definitely young because Hogan is on a different team now. Yep. I don't know. I mean, Dorsett is there, right? I mean, okay, the Cardinals pick at 33. They could use a wide receiver, they too. They could definitely use a wide receiver. I mean, they receiver. did draft Kirk last year, but it wasn't, you know, they, they definitely could use another one. Well, Fitzgerald's I mean, about done. You're, I mean, obviously you're going full full bore with the offense and the type of players you want. So it wouldn't surprise me, but it also wouldn't surprise me if they took someone else as a better route runner and they left Metcalf out there. That wouldn't surprise me either. Let's see, early... Early in the second, how about the 49ers going to wide receiver? That would, man. If like I mean, a Metcalf is there. They would actually have a very scary, even though I think far too loaded running back situation, but they would have a very good offense because you would have Kittle, you would have Garoppolo, you would have a crap ton of running backs. I'm not even going to name them all. And then you have what? Goodwin, Pettis, and then your number one or your uh, the wide receiver that they get in the draft as well. You know, that would be formidable. And obviously they also got Bosa, which I freaking love in this draft, which uh, obviously is on the defensive side of the ball. But they're doing, I, San Francisco is doing a lot of really good stuff. Yeah, that could be a good spot. But, all right, screw the Seahawks. I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> they're just going to wait forever. But, all right, that'll do it. Next week we'll actually go – we'll take the whole draft. We'll go – not every pick by pick, but we'll go at every fantasy relevant player. We'll talk about everything, you know, first round through seventh. We'll talk about everybody who hopefully looks like in the second round we'll start seeing some players get drafted here. So we'll go over all that next week. Talk to you guys then.